Hi. Um, welcome back to Redefine Fitness. I'm Kelsey Wells. I want to thank you so much if you listened to my first episode. Um, my heart is like pounding right now. This doing this something about it. It's so hard. It's so hard for me. Um, it's always hard to share vulnerably. However, I truly know and believe that in spite of what society would have us think, we need to stop being ashamed or afraid of our vulnerability and our struggles because they have always been our strength. I've said this before, but I really feel like vulnerability breeds connection and connection brings healing. And that is my goal. So um, without further ado, let's get into episode two. And this this podcast is about to be all about self-love. <laughs> if you just cringed, please, please stay with me. Please give me this, however long this takes to get through, because if that's hard for you to hear, or if you are sick and tired of hearing about it, this is for you. I want you, if you can do so safely and you're not driving, um, to close your eyes. Seriously, if you can, I want you to just sit down and close your eyes for a minute. I want you to picture a woman in your life who you love and cherish more than anyone else on the earth. Picture them in front of you and let your love for them just fill you up. Maybe your mom, your grandma, your sister, your daughter, a friend, an aunt, a cousin. I don't need to know this woman personally that you're thinking of to feel the beauty of the love that you're feeling and to know with a certainty that the woman you are thinking of is beautiful. Her beauty is unbothered and immeasurable by the ever fluctuating beauty standards of society because it is sown of all that is her. She is brave. She is strong. She is powerful. She is love. Her body is a miracle, an ever-changing, ever-growing miracle. And she is quite literally a one-of-a-kind miracle. And as such, she is unequivocally irreplaceable. And that's easy for you to see. She is perfectly her, exactly as she is and encompassing all that she is, both regardless of and in thanks to the darkness she has faced, mistakes she has made, and burdens that she carries. She is worthy. You know she's worthy. Not of a certain accolade or blessing or accomplishment, but of all the goodness and love in this world. Not because of what she has or has not said or done, and certainly not because the shape of her body. Her worth is absolute simply because she is. Do you think she knows this of herself? Opening your eyes, I, I want you to consider how deeply you wish you that she could see herself as you see her, that she could feel for herself what you feel for her. As much as we long to gift those dearest to us self-love, we can't. And that's hard. If you've ever watched someone you love so much, your mom, sister, friend, daughter, lie to themselves with self-hate 
I need you to realize right now that the heartache you feel from watching and hearing a loved one struggle to see their worth, treat themselves poorly, put themselves down, or tear themselves apart is the same pain that your loved ones feel for you when you put yourself down or beat yourself up. If you don't think that's true, even if you feel completely alone in your head, I know that it is. And please know that you're not, you're not alone. I feel this for you because I know how it feels and I understand. What I failed to understand most of my life and what I now know is that self-love is the birthright of every human on this earth. We are not born hating our bodies, feeling like we're not good enough and that we'll never measure up. No, self-love is innate. It is self-loathing that is learned through thousands of bold-faced and millions of subconscious lies through toxic beauty standards being propped up as the golden measure for how a woman should be and look that ensure who and how you are will never be enough. Through dangerous diet culture conditioning that I spoke of last week, being packaged and sold to you, often under the name of fitness, leaving you hating your body and striving to shrink. That is not what fitness is for. Deep, deep down, I think you know that. But if you currently find yourself at a place in your life where you don't, it's okay. But you don't have to stay there. Constant comparison and incessant self-depreciation are not your fault. Automatic negative self-talk might feel like it's the authentic you, but I promise you it's not. It was so second nature to me. I, th- I thought that my internal dialogue was so negative. I thought that that was my intrinsic self-talk. It's not. And I'm not sure when along the line we begin our forgetting. Our guilt, shame, negative self-talk stem from many sources and manifest in many ways. On top of being inundated with diet culture, many face bullying, abuse, neglect, and so many other heartbreaking circumstances that lend to self-depreciation. Maybe some of you hearing this now can't relate, and maybe you know yourself. You love yourself fully and your worth you've never questioned or forgotten. I honestly hope to God that's true. But to anyone who has at any point, to any degree, questioned their worth or felt lost, I want to make it abundantly clear. You don't have to stay there. You don't have to stay here. You are worth it. You are worthy. Maybe you believe me. Maybe you don't. Maybe you're somewhere in between. But whether you do or do not, your worth does not and cannot fluctuate with your or anyone else's ability or inability to see it because it is absolute and self-love. Yes, it is your right, but I finally figured out that self-love is our right, but it is also our responsibility uncovering and discovering these truths, the truth of yourself, 
That is what I believe fitness can be for or should be for, most certainly can be for. Guys, fitness is not primarily about aesthetics and changing our bodies to fit into the latest fad. Fitness is about caring for our bodies and our health, and our health is mental, emotional, and physical. Caring for yourself and your health from an intentional place is a powerful tool for your own self-empowerment. And I know I say this all the time, but I will never stop talking about it because that is what I mean by redefine fitness. Maybe you're thinking, listening to me, that I don't get it. This is easy for me to say. And honestly, it is easy for me to say now, but I assure you that it wasn't always. And my advocation for redefining fitness has little to do with how my body composition has changed and everything to do with how I have changed, with how I have transformed my health from the inside out. I understand more than you might think. I know how difficult it is to get active when you have a sedentary lifestyle and when you view exercise as the ultimate chore. I know the struggle that comes when you drink more soda than water and view healthy eating as extreme restriction or fad diets. I know how it feels to repeatedly resolve to start only to quit less than a week later. I understand the stress of feeling there's too far to go and that living a healthier lifestyle, let alone one from a place of self-love, seems an insurmountable feat. Those things are hard. I also understand deeply the real emotional pain that ensues from automatically looking at your body negatively and allowing a number on a scale or tag of clothing to dictate your perceived worth. I know firsthand the sharp sting of the poison of constant comparison and feeling that you're never enough. Like I spoke of Before I lived the tragedy of missing the miracle of growing a child within my body only to stand in the mirror in sadness and rejection of a reflection that I did not recognize because I could not see my body with gratitude. Those things are harder. So I promise that I know how daunting fitness can seem. But what's daunting to me now really is how toxic my industry still is, to be frank. How much of the world still fails to understand what fitness is and can and should be? How many women still exhaust themselves day in and day out worrying about everything they feel is wrong with them? If you listen in really sharply to just one piece of this podcast, please, please hear this. You have a purpose. Your life is so important but your passion and purpose and power is within you. And how are you supposed to find it, let alone step into and expand into every glorious facet of you if you are hyper-focused on hating yourself, putting yourself down, and picking yourself apart? You cannot. And that is why this matters. And that is why you need to hear me out about self-love today. Uh, If you've seen my transformation photos floating around uh, the interwebs, the ones that show my body composition change, um, the ones that originally gathered, you know, whatever my social media following, I want to just be really clear that the only difference that matters between those photos, it's not visual. 
It is self-love. My body was beautiful then. It always has been, but I was unhealthy mentally, emotionally, and physically, and therefore I failed to see that. Utilizing fitness as my primary tool for self-empowerment, it resulted in simultaneous physical and mental transformations. But let me be clear, my health, happiness, confidence, and self-love are not predicated upon aesthetics because that is simply not how it works. This is another lesson I've learned again and again along my journey, which is probably an episode of its own. But I promise, I know women of all shapes and sizes who are brimming with confidence and living from self-love and thriving and in their purpose and power. And women of all shapes and sizes who are struggling so hard, stuck in this vicious cycle of self-negativity and lies. This is what I meant um, when I said at the end of my poem last week, I respect my body for all it can do. And I love myself through the actions that I choose. Okay, returning to live from a place of self-love, which is innate in you, whether or not you can feel so now, it's a continual practice. One that I began to implement far before I began appreciating my body and myself, let alone loving my body and myself. I think... I think that's what confused and even hurt me the most in the beginning. The talk of self-love, like it's some thing, like a badge of honor to be won, an inanimate object or trophy to put on display for the world to see, a second skin that if I could obtain or will myself to feel, I would brim with confidence to be shielding from shielded from all my insecurities. Like it's a a switch that I should just flip on. And when I couldn't, I felt worse, but that's not it. Self-love is not a box to check. It is not a destination you arrive at. It is not a switch to flip. Self-love has no shelf life either. Living from self-love, I think it's a verb. It takes practice and intention. Self-love is not toxic positivity. It's not ignoring your hardest and heaviest emotions. It is not pretending you're okay when you're not. It is not putting others down to prop yourself up or thinking you're better than anyone else. Self-love is not loving exuberantly every inch of your body and being insecurity free. And I'm here to tell you eight years into my never ending journey, One thing that holds true for me above all else, self-love is not pretty. Self-love, it looks a lot like feeling through all the really hard, really heavy emotions and feelings. Learning to understand that you are not your emotions and your feelings. You have thoughts and feelings. And then focusing back in on what you get to control, your attitude, your actions. Self-love is reminding yourself that it's okay actually not to always feel okay and asking for help when you need it. It's being brave and saying no and sometimes feeling your fears and saying yes, but always checking in with yourself and prioritizing your needs first. And no, that's not selfish. Prioritizing yourself and your health and learning and living in self-love is needed It is not conceited. 
Again, we cannot pour from an empty cup. Self-love. I mean, what else? I think it looks like learning to live with your insecurities, but not identify with them. It doesn't mean that you don't have them, guys. It's I've never met anyone who doesn't feel insecure at times. But again, those are feelings, you know, and we don't shame ourselves for that. Learning to live with your insecurities, but not identify with them and not shame yourself for them. And then doing the work to dismantle the bullshit and self-limiting beliefs that planted them in you in the first place. It's a process. That first year, the first whole year of my fitness journey, initiated by the events I spoke of last episode, was so intensely personal. The small space between the wall and the sofa in our basement apartment, just wide enough to fit that yoga mat I borrowed, became my sanctuary. In that space, I sweat and I cried. I faced deep fears and deep-rooted negativity towards my body. And I faced workouts that felt impossible. Slowly through challenging and caring for myself with the right mindset, I started to look at myself differently, positively. In that first year at home in that small space, I quit again and again and again because motivation wore off and the road seemed too long and the changes I longed for just too big. But each time I gave up, I got back up because my anxiety and my baby boy stood as constant reminders of why I started this fitness journey from this new mental space in the first place. In the privacy of my own home, day by day, workout by workout, set by set, literally rep by rep, amongst so much else going on, I unlearned, I began to unlearn these painful narratives about fitness that I had subscribed to my whole life, and I uncovered some truth about fitness, yes, and also about myself. Again, fitness, it's not about aesthetics. It is about health. And I'm not saying that it's bad to have aesthetic goals. If you have a healthy relationship with exercise and eating and you want to set goals and you want to grow muscle and you want to get stronger and you want to shift your physique, sure, go for it. So long as those goals never compromise the base purpose which is caring for your health, and that includes your mental health. Exercise is not a punishment to change your body. It's a tool to care for and strengthen it. I learned, or I began to choose to believe that first year that I am not broken. I'm not weak or ugly, or unworthy. I am capable, I am strong, I am powerful, and I am enough, and so are you. In that first year, um, it was before I joined social media, and soon came 
some of my most painful and private struggles. Um, the hardest thing I've ever been through, which I think I'll share soon, but it was there that I found my passion for fitness too. And I mean, I was working as an interior designer. That's what my degree was in. After I had Anderson, I quit the design firm I was working with because I needed to stay home. We couldn't afford childcare and for me to work. So I started a little internet online uh, design house of my own to do e-designs and fitness became like my safe place and a haven and a passion and a hobby. And I started to get my um, CPT certification truly because I wanted to understand what was going on with my body and how, what is this? Like I was so foreign to all the sciences of, of physical fitness and I wanted to learn and I found a very safe space there. Um, soon after that kind of, that passion kind of turned into finding what I felt was like an intrinsic calling to help you, to help all women unlearn your toxic beliefs and find your truth by empowering yourself. And I believe that so many can start how and where I did. And that is why I created, um, redefine fitness, strength and mindfulness program. I mean, today I am a professional fitness trainer. I have created seven workout programs now in hopes to bring all women these tools and this knowledge that they need to get active and empower themselves through fitness, no matter where they want to train, what kind of time they have, what equipment they have, or where they are on their journey. I continuously train tens of thousands of women all over the world in eight languages um, because these programs are hosted through the Sweat app. I host an incredibly... an incredible community of women online. And I have led live sessions and been on magazine covers and, you know, provided fitness content for top tier media worldwide. And I'm proud of my career so far and where my relentless hard work and dedication to my mission has brought me. I am also proud of my physical health and the muscle and strength I've slowly and steadily built over that time. But honestly, like I am most proud of my mental and emotional transformation. I am proud that I'm able to even say or share those things with you openly and actually say I'm proud of myself and no longer default to minimizing my successes or fixating on my failures. I am by far most proud of my mental and emotional shift of the love for myself I fought so hard to remember and continue to cultivate daily of the perspective of positivity that I chose and choose to champion in my life and in others, not because I'm naive to hardship, but because I understand that the sun still exists and is shining, even if we can't feel or see it. And the thing is anything I've ever done, the personal hell that I've been through, any person I've ever helped in any small way was all made possible by the support of Ryan, my husband, and Anderson, my son. But at its pinpoint, it was made possible by that choice that I made back then on that day that Ryan didn't even know I was struggling because I was struggling so deeply and trying to hide it so desperately. 
that choice to simply start living from self-love and the daily commitment to it. And I failed. I failed in so many ways on so many days, but thankfully progress is not about perfection. It is about your direction. And I simply kept trying no matter how heavy the hardships that came or how much I messed it up. It's been a rough collective couple of years. And I know that some of you are going through maybe the fight of your life. Do not give up. Do not give up. Choose self-love. And when I say that, I mean choose to love yourself through it. And if you're unsure where to start, you simply start by treating yourself with love one day, one action, one thought at a time. By seeking professional help for your mental health. By making your motive for movement one of self-love and self-care instead of punishment and shame. By setting fitness goals based in strengthening yourself and seeing yourself and celebrating yourself and respecting yourself instead of shrinking yourself. Through focusing on health and happiness instead of fixating on sizes and scales and in remembering that human bodies are not statues. Respect all the phases, stages, and changes that your body goes through as a woman as a human. Sure, as a fitness professional, my goal is to help you dismantle diet culture in your own life and embrace fitness as this powerful tool I believe it was always meant to be. If you want help on most of those things I just listed, redefine fitness, strength, and mindfulness program, that is the tangible tools. And you know what? I think I'm going to do an episode just focusing in on that so you can apply it to whatever modality of fitness you are currently using or want to use. But my career aside, as a woman, as a mom, as a sister, an aunt, and a friend, my deepest desire is to wrap my arms around you in your darkest, toughest, heaviest moments and help you remember that you are strong. To hold space for you allow you to break down and feel it all and then cheer like hell for you as you rise up when you're ready, remembering just a little bit more who the fuck you are. I think it's easy to get overwhelmed when you start on this journey or maybe you've just had the thought come to you like, gosh, it's kind of messed up. Like it feels so daunting. How do we shift this for our daughters? I got on TikTok the other day and I felt like, oh my gosh, I haven't even put a dent in it. Like there's so much shit out there still being, it's just so bad still. And it's so easy to get overwhelmed, but you know what? You know how we shift it? By beginning with self-love. I really do think that it's true. If you want to change the world, start by changing yourself. And as we as women collectively rise by individually unlearning the toxic dialogue surrounding fitness, we internalized growing up. And as we individually 
reclaim fitness as the tool for self-empowerment that it was always meant to be, then we may we raise the next generation of women and men and all the children in such a way that they don't need to come into adulthood needing to unlearn the bullshit and relearn the truth because they already know it and they never forgot it. You can't tell me the world wouldn't be a better place. So yeah, self-love, it's our right. And it's also our responsibility. And it is time to remember how to live from there. To take the path of self-empowerment, regardless how steep the climb or how long the journey may seem, because this is the work that will lead you and keep you close to you. That is what fitness can be for. One more time, if you can safely do so and you're not driving, I invite you to close your eyes. And I actually want you to place your hands on your heart and just pay attention to where and how you feel in your body as you listen to these last few thoughts. I do not need to know you personally to know with certainty that the woman you are is beautiful. Your beauty is unbothered and immeasurable by the ever-fluctuating beauty standards of society because it is sown of all that you are, and you are brave, and you are strong, and you are powerful, and you are love. Your body is a living, breathing, ever-changing, ever-growing miracle, and you are quite literally a one-of-a-kind miracle, and as such, you are unequivocally irreplaceable. You are perfectly you, exactly as you are and encompassing all that you are, both in spite of and in thanks to the darkness you have faced, the mistakes you have made, and the burdens you still carry. You are worthy not of a certain accolade or accomplishment or blessing, but of all the goodness and love in this world, not because of what you have or have not said or done, and certainly not because of the shape of your body. Your worth is absolute simply because you are. I'm Kelsey Wells. And I want to thank you for showing up for yourself today to redefine fitness. Love you.